0: This is the Mesh News Projects weekly recap, the debrief for the week of May 22nd to May 28th, year of our Lord 2023. I am Stephen Beckman, the CEN, the Chief Executive Nobody of the Mesh News Project. You can uh, find our our home at Mesh News Project. Oh, I'm sorry, Meshnews.org. Now, we are simultaneously posting our first episode of this weekly show on our 55,000-plus listener podcast of the Pro 2.0 podcast, and on our website and affiliate channels. Now, this week will be a podcast-only show, but next week you'll be able to see us in Technicolor as a video weekly show, as well as a podcast, details in the near future. So, long story longer, let's talk about what was news Not narrative this week. OpenEye CEO Sam Altman wants to regulate AI and recommended at a DC panel that AI should be regulated like weapons of mass destruction, given regulatory power to international agencies like the International Atomic Energy Agency outside of U.S. control. Uh, Keep in mind, Sam Altman also has recently entered a fusion energy deal. Yes, that's right. They're going to be creating fusion energy uh, with Bill Gates, with agencies such as the International Atomic Energy Agency also being closely involved in that. Does that mean there are uh, ulterior motives? No, but it is something new that we should be keeping an eye on, Uh, especially since those associations are so closely related. Keep in mind, if Sam was invited to D.C. for something like this, he's been meticulously vetted by our intel agencies. So marrying up our nation's AI capabilities in some sort of news event, marrying it to being as powerful as a nuclear bomb, also lends to some pro-USA propaganda. Because our enemies also watch the news. You have to keep that in mind. So it kind of makes our shit seem scary. Because many other countries, especially China, is working on advanced AI. Let's see. Another story is North Carolina lawmakers vetoed an abortion bill that the governor signed where the governor wanted to give women 20 weeks to end a pregnancy. But GOP lawmakers overruled that and made it 12 weeks. That being said, yes, people have different opinions on ending pregnancy. But you have to understand the overarching reason this constant struggle has been entered into our new cycle zeitgeist is is to divide the voter base against itself. Like How so? Well, before overturning Roe v. Wade, a.k.a. the right to abortion at any stage of pregnancy, you could always still have your opinion and your personal values about ending a pregnancy. The only thing that's really changed is now your beliefs affect someone else's life, not just your own. That's the only thing that's changed. If you really want to break this down into zeros and ones, which is important, because when your emotions get away from yourself, which, you know, the the manufacturers of consent like to do, you get wrapped up in all this pageantry. And really it's about, now this decision just means that your beliefs now can affect someone else's life. Whereas before, it just meant... You had your own set of morals, and then if you didn't support abortion, then you just didn't get one. But now we allow other people's beliefs to affect other people's, and that's the only thing that's different about Roe v. Wade being overturned. This is being used as a device to divide the country even further. And I think on the precipice of a possible war, um, that's advantageous. You have to think about it, because if we can't even get it together, then it would be impossible for a foreign government like Russia or China or whatever to run a PSYOP on us to try to get us to rise up. Which kind of is also kind of maybe why they engineered January 6th ahead of time. So if they already had these um, things put in place to stymie any kind of uprising, it's very strategically advantageous to our um intelligence and military that we've already es- essentially ran a drill and put things in place and publicly reprimanded these people etc so while we possibly are in well right now we're in a cold war a cold war world war world the cold world war three but when it becomes a hot war you don't want these kind of things rising up so dividing and conquer actually is a strategy that's pretty advantageous and any places where we could divide that we you know what I'm saying most likely that's what's going on. <laughs> Let's see, here's another story, the Pentagon. Now, believe it or not, all these things are in the news cycle. I know most people weren't paying attention to it. They're paying attention to bullshit, which is why we only report on news, not narrative. So, these stories are important, accumulated over the past week. These are all featured in our TLDR. Morning News Show, where you can get the entire day's news of news that affects you, not a narrative, not something about a politician, not gossip, not bullshit, news that affects you, your personal, your life, news that affects you and humanity only. These stories are all featured on our TLDR Morning News Show that you can catch on our website, on our YouTube channel, on our Instagram channel, on our Twitter channel, on our Facebook, on our Facebook uh, uh, page, etc., but you can gobble up all these news stories that we're gonna be covering today in less than 60 seconds. The news doesn't have to be this thing that you're constantly being pelted at and having your mind bent in ways which it wasn't before and having the Overton window on your personal values uh, modified. It's only news, not narrative. (laughs) Let's go over some more stories. The Pentagon. Did you know that the Pentagon actually revealed they had a department called the the Perception Management Program? That was revealed this week. Believe it or not, it has existed for some years. Only this year, it revealed itself when it was discovered on budget proposal papers. It's basically the same thing as the Department of Homeland Security's Ministry of Disinformation that member everyone was making, losing their minds about last year. They got slammed and scolded into oblivion last year. It existed for a couple years, even before that DHS State Propaganda Department existed. Basically, it's there to shape public opinion online, um, in the news, etc. So. You know, it's important to know that many of these intel agencies and federal agencies and collaborators in the post 9-11 Patriot Act surveillance state have overlapping programs. So if we we're getting mad about the DHS's Department of Ministry of Information or remember, remember that fiasco, understand that there's also other agencies that have overlapping programs that are doing the same exact thing. We just don't know about them. And this is one of those things where now the, the Pentagon has just revealed. Oh, yeah, we've had this for a couple years, but we slipped up and we put it on a budget, and we put it on this year's budget, and now people know about it. It's important to know this because the Gestapo industrial complex—you know, the post 9 11 Patriot Act surveillance state—so the Gestapo industrial complex is a multi-headed dragon. So when you cut one head off, there are still many left doing that same thing. So let's all keep this in mind next time you're outraged about a new department or policy because it's actually probably existed for some time in secret somewhere else. The state just feels comfortable being open about it now, basically. Recycling 3.0. Here's another story. The UN did a study and found a buttload of plastics and microplastics are being introduced into the air and water around recycling centers. It also discovered that recycling plastics are more toxic than virgin plastics to human health. So you know those recycled Coke bottles, you know those fifth generation plastics, etc. Those are actually more toxic for humans than normal plastic because they leach a lot of chemicals at post being recycled. Um, and if you didn't know, plastics have a chemical called, a phthalate, called phthalates that humans absorb when we use it when we use them, and it significantly reduces female fertility. And it's been found that women who visit fertility clinics, you know, people having a hard time getting pregnant, have a intensely higher amount of phthalates in their blood than fertile women. So this alongside chemicals like PFAS, you know, P-F-A-S, or Forever Chemicals, which has been, you know, in the news cycle forever now. Um, but Forever Chemicals, as they're also called, has the same effect as phthalates. But on both sexes. And just to be clear. P, uh, PFAS. A.K.A. Forever Ch- Chemicals. Was literally. Um, there was a meme a while back. There was this PFAS chemicals. Was literally the thing Alex Jones was talking about. When he said. It's making the frogs gay. You guys remember that viral thing? Well he was talking about a pesticide. That had PFAS chemicals in it. That was quite some years back. Before anybody was talking about it. So. Believe it or not, Alex Jones was right. Uh, and he was talking about these chemicals way before now. Now it's a concern to everybody. It's in the news cycle. Um, so keep that in mind. Alex Jones is right. You know, just because something sounds silly or somebody showed you something out of context or they clipped it down to the part where it just make you react to, what is this guy talking about? Crazy frogs being gay? Um, it doesn't mean he wasn't right, and that's what he was talking about. He was talking about PFAS chemicals in a pesticide that was um, changing the sexes of the frogs because it got into the water table. So believe it or not, Alex Jones was right. Uh, just because something sounds silly doesn't mean, or it's taken out of context doesn't mean that you know it's not true. So, for those of you in the media who don't like to say this, Alex Jones was right. We were just distracted by, most likely, an agency like the Pentagon's Perception Management Program, which probably forced that to go viral to discredit him, that turned this warning Alex Jones was literally giving us into an out-of-context meme soundbite. Anyway, getting back to the microplastics, they are so prolific now that most humans on Earth, if not all, have microplastics in our blood and our organs. And studies show that humans eat about a credit card's worth of plastic every week. Pretty crazy. You can learn more about this and this year's documentary 2030 Vision Corporate Coup. And you can watch that documentary on our website, meshnews.org. It's posted right on the front page. Uh, moving on, here's another story. 60 Minutes special. Uh, Sixty Minutes had a special where they highlighted that the military-industrial complex, you know, weapons makers like General Atomics, Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, uh, BAA S- Systems, etc., is overcharging the Pentagon for weapons over like 400%. And it's kind of funny that the very thing President Truman warned us about in his final presidential speech... Um, decades and decades ago is finally becoming a burden for the people who created this monster. The fact a state propaganda outlet like 60 Minutes highlighted this must mean it's actually quite a large problem, more than us normies at the bottom of the food chain understand. If anything, we might need those prices to come down before World War Three if we're going to be able to afford to win, right? Um... Our budget deficit ceiling might also have something to do with the US government using its mockingbird media channels to narc on weapons contractors about their prices. You know, I think companies that sell fancy versions of sticks that kill people for a living most likely are some difficult business par- partners to argue prices with. You know, but bef- you know, so before we chop up the CAA and cast it into the wind. As former President Kennedy is on record of saying, we might want to do that first to the military-industrial complex so the CIA won't have sticks to fight back if that time ever comes, right? Uh, here's another story the Ukraine that happened this week. Ukraine is getting their F-16s. Um, if you don't remember, a few weeks back, Biden is on record saying giving F-16s to Ukraine would be the beginning of World War III. But, apparently not, if our friends at the EU give them to Ukraine instead of us. Loopholes are fun, right? Now, we're not going to talk a lot about this, because it's obvious we're headed towards a global war. And it will be high time to test the salt of all these guys on Xbox Live screaming the N-word at each other on Call of Duty. But yeah, it's funny how uh, loopholes work. Stay fit, Gen Z. You're going to need it. Then again, Putin said, you know, if you actually want to, you know, put apples to apples, then again, Putin said he wasn't going to invade Ukraine. He was just conducting military exercises on their border. And now look what that got us into. So we're both sides are guilty of bullshit if you think about it. But in response to the F 16s being given to Ukraine by EU member states, Russia is now moving its tactical nukes to the borders of the country Belarus that borders Ukraine on the top. So Russia and Russia made a statement. It says it doesn't listen to this really understand how I understand this. Russia says it doesn't rule out World War three for its literal survival. Jesus, take the wheel. Um, Let's see. Another story was the G7 was held in Hiroshima this year. How crazy is that? If you don't know what that was, in fact, it was, if you don't know what this was, the fact it was held in Hiroshima was like Statecraft 101. This location was uh, of this meeting that's globally recognized as basically like, it's the same thing as a bunch of mob bosses coming up and, being, and, and deciding, you know, who gets what and et cetera. But for the U.S. to pick Hiroshima as the site for this year is pretty much a warning to China and Russia to make them remember who the fuck they're dealing with. Um, You have to pay attention to those subtleties. The craziest guy in the room is often the most subtle about you not wanting to mess with them, you know what I'm saying? So you got to pay attention to the details of how close we actually are to World War III. It's to the point where we have to remind the world that we will literally drop the sun on you if you have a problem with us. So if you want to learn about some of our newest weapons of mass destruction, you should also watch our documentary, 2030 Division Corporate Coup. That's on the front page of our website, meshnews.org, where we feature weaponizing earthquakes and tsunamis. Now that all sounds like sci-fi, but believe it or not, the Russians even called us out about it in 2017. Um, You need to watch the film for more details. Pretty crazy. So the Russians found out we were doing this and they kind of called us out in the same subtle way that we were using Hiroshima as a way of threatening China and Russia. Uh, Another story here is January 6th. the The feds admitted that they did have a bunch of agent provocateurs in the crowds at January 6th. Isn't that crazy? Now... The details are the FBI admitted that it doesn't want to release all of its footage of the January 6th Capitol riots, because that's what it was. It was a riot, nothing else. Not a seditious act or whatever the fuck. But, anyways, um, it said that its reason for not releasing all the footage to the public and news outlets was because it would reveal the identities of vast amounts of undercover and intel federal agents. Jesus. Now, I'm not going to brag, right? I'm not going to brag. Uh, but i am this was covered in last year's documentary 2030 vision vision uh 2030 vision year one um last year's 2030 vision not this year's and you can find that on our youtube channel where we go into and we use facts etc to show that there were this was an engineered crisis or the 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 flames were fanned By U.S. intelligence agencies. And we have facts. And we have sources to back all that up. And we were ahead of this story by an entire year. You really need to see these movies. They really cut to the um, steak and potatoes of what's going on. All the things you missed. You got to watch these movies because we just cram them full of the things that they try to slip under the rug. But yeah, you should check that out. So we were ahead of this story by a year. Again. So to recap, yes, there were agent provocateurs in vast numbers in the crowd engineering the riot so that a post-January 6th narrative and possible legislation to take more of our rights away could be implemented. Why? Because it's not red versus blue or you versus your neighbors. It's always been the haves versus the have-nots. Let's see. Another story here is the Dignity Act. That is being pushed by both parties as a way to solve the migrant crisis. It's actually pretty cool. It allows migrants from any nation, including hostile states, so that should be something we should keep an eye on, to be allowed to stay here as long as they don't commit a crime for five years. If they can stay out of jail and pay an annual, like, amnesty fee, believe it or not, and pay taxes, after seven years they can become a U.S. citizen. The thing about staying out of trouble for Hispanic migrants is that There are many affiliated with organized crime. Um, In fact, the cartel, if you come over the border, the cartel has a whole industry. So you don't even come through the border unless a cartel coyote, you pay them. They have like wristbands and buses and it's a whole industry. uh, Illegal as fuck, just right in plain sight. But... The thing, the trouble is, is for Hispanic migrants that are affiliated with organized crime, the cartel insulates those people from consequences. So it will be interesting to see how successful this new effort is to make immigration into citizenship legit, you know, with the whole if you don't commit a crime thing, considering how well insulated and connected the cartel is, even in the states. But a merit-based system is always the best avenue, and the fact that it's bipartisan is, you know, good as well. I recommend you... Bookmark this story in your brain and keep an eye on this story as it progresses. Here's an interesting story. The Guardian has published an exclusive story about how the Pentagon has been fighting 19 secret wars. Full blown out wars without congressional approval, without public knowledge since 2011. Um, This is concerning because these illegal secret wars could get us into very public wars. And they could just lie to us in the media as to the origin of these wars in, in the Mockingbird press in the state controlled media. Isn't that crazy? So we could be over there starting shit, and then when it gets to a point where they can't hide it anymore, they could just invent a narrative. Like, you know, Coney or something. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these wars are actually being fought in Africa, believe it or not. But they're full-scale wars, fully funded. They have personnel and logistics, etc. It's a full, they're full-blown wars. And, um, the reason why they were able to get away with this is they got around not notifying the public and con Congress is because they kept at, a- because they, um, labeled them as special operations. So they didn't need, um, public approval or congressional approval. It's funny how loop- loopholes work, <laughs> but yeah, this is crazy because what if these turned into full blown wars? That they can't keep secret. Well, all they're going to do is just lie to us as to the origin story in the media. We'll never know. They keep us in a bubble over here. Um, here's an interesting story that happened. Oh, my God. Uh, the Pentagon. This has all been featured in our weekly news program, TLDR. You should keep up on it. You get the entire daily news cycle in literally 60 seconds. Uh, The Pentagon has uh, revealed this new program called Haystack. That's H-A-Y-S-T-A-C, Haystack, all caps. This program would use sensors from smart cities, a.k.a. 15-minute cities, cell towers, purchases, voice printing, surveillance cameras. Um, Voice printing is important because if you're on a burner phone, um, basically it's like a fingerprint for your voice. Voice printing, surveillance cameras, face recognition, and 24-7 ground tethered surveillance balloons equipped with something called the Argus IS, which is basically a giant array of cameras which record all movement on the ground in real time from a tethered blimp uh, way high up in the clouds, kind of like a Chinese spy balloon, but a blimp tethered. So the tether keeps it powered. So it can just stay up there. It doesn't. Need, it's not like a drone. They just stay up there. But they tether them from U.S. bases all within the United States. And they look down on the ground in a 100-mile radius. Or usually these bases are by major metropolises. So for a 100-mile radius, they can keep track of anything down to 6 inches in diameter. In real time. And they are um, talking about having around... 3,000 to 30,000 of these things scattered throughout the United States as part of this project haystack. Um, so what does this haystack system mean overall? This is literally paraphrased from State Department re- press releases is that it wants to make going off the grid impossible. Crazy, right? It's crazy how all this madness that came basically from a bunch of buildings being blown up and at, and falling down at free fall speed from hijackers that we now know from recent stories were affiliated with the CIA. It's crazy how twenty years from after that happened, signing of the Patriot etc. Now we have Project Haystack, where they're just making sure that no one can go off the grid. No one can just you know have the government you know leave them the fuck alone. And that's just 20 years. Here's a new story. Here's another story. Uh, the LAPD just okayed robots to work with the SWAT team. It would, you know, it's also interesting. It would be interesting to see where this goes in 20 years, you know? Much like magical falling buildings did for surveillance 20 years later with Project Haystack. What do robot dogs that work with SWAT, how do those things, what happens in 20 years with that? Is it going to be like um, chappy? Who knows? That's something to keep your eye on um, Here's another story the UN published a report that confirms 40 percent of all species are being threatened. Um, in case you're wondering, before an animal goes extinct, it has four tiers of levels of threat that happen to it. So they're you know okay so and so I, I guess the fifth tier would be animals are okay. you don't have to worry about them but the four tiers once they you should be concerned, they go from threatened critically endangered, extinct in the wild, and then it's listed as extinct overall, because usually we'll bring those things into zoos and stuff like that. So scientists are saying, so 40% of our species are now considered threatened. 40% of all the animals. All of them. Scientists say that based on data and fossil record of previous species die-offs, we are now living in the planet's sixth major mass extinction event. So don't ever say you never lived through an exciting time in history. Uh, because it seems like humans are the reason for the mass extinction. So it seems like humans are just as bad for ourselves and, and the Earth as a fucking asteroid. The only silver lining of this is that fish, bugs, and reptiles are, the most, are amongst the most resilient of all the species that are dying off. So maybe there will be a time when eating the bugs won't be a fucking choice for us. Uh, Here's another story. The uh, UPS is threatening a strike. It appears that the company that keeps a fifth of our economy moving. That's right. Like, without UPS, our economy would lose a fifth of its value overnight. Um, But the workers of UPS are threatening a strike by its employees. Uh, the union employees, which is most of them. Uh, this is because since the pandemic, UPS profits have been skyrocketing. Since we've been trained to order things to our house instead of touching grass and, talk- and talking humans during the pandemic. So this has le- left the box throwers and the drivers overworked at UPS. And they want a piece of all the profits that have been reaching historic levels at UPS post-pandemic. Um, I for one side with the union workers, and these megacorps should have to pay the have-nots for the permanent windfalls that they're making based on how the elites trained our behavior during this pandemic. I mean, it's backbreaking work, and the people who actually make it happen should be rewarded. Uh, The strike will happen uh, July 31st. If UPS corporate can't meet the worker union's demands. Um, Here's an interesting story that happened this week. NASA is talking nuclear rockets. Uh, To be honest, this was actually a DARPA program. Nuclear rockets. But NASA has adopted it. And because after it found out recently from data of probes that it's been sending into deep space inside our solar system, it's been found out that astronauts will literally get a year's worth of deadly radiation every single day while in deep space. So nuclear rockets would cut down time significantly to travel places like the moon and Mars, where a round trip to Mars has been found out to be cutting human survival too close. Um, as they would have absorbed too much radiation on the way there, during the mission on the planet, and the trip back, so that whole round trip would literally kill us. So, I guess we're gonna have to go nuclear. So, if Elon wants to do Mars, it's most likely he's gonna have to do it while strapped to a nuke. Um, let's end this. Yeah, let's end this on a where we started. Sam Altman. Yes, we're talking about Sam Altman, the Open OpenAI CEO again. Uh, Sam Altman posted a blog post to his company's website, saying that based on technology's progression rates of AI and its recent partnership with many robotics companies, um, just like you know, like Boston Dynamics type robots, ones that are humanoids, it's partnering with lots of companies actually making those things. And putting its chat GPT into the brains of these robots. So you'll be able to just talk to these robots and say, hey, go get me a beer. Hey, can you get the laundry out of the out of the dryer? Um, go check my mail. Can you go check the mailbox? Etc. You'll be able to just talk to these robots and they're putting ChatGPT's brain inside of these robots. And you'll be able to just talk to them like a person to make them do things for you, like little robot slaves. But based off of the trend and progression of AI, And it's how fast it's moving with these partnerships with many robotics companies. uh, ChatGPT, OpenAI, is giving all these different robotics companies a bunch of money. Um, And it's giving them ChatGPT to put in as the brain. Um, Pretty much like a Star Trek computer. But based on these trends and how fast things are going, the human economy that we've known for the past you know, since civilization began recording itself for the past six thousand years, right? So we do a thing in exchange we get money for it. That six thousand year economy model is pretty much going to hit its peak ten years from now. So in ten years from now humans uh robots are gonna be dramatically replacing humans for Fucking everything, 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 including box stores at UPS, including writers, etc. You know, um, like the writer strike that's going on right now. If and I don't know if you've noticed, but some of the weekly shows and stuff like that you enjoy uh, are not don't have episodes, and that's because the writer strike. So, but yeah, all these jobs. So, in 10 years, our 6,000 year old um, merit based economy is going to be gone or pretty much in its death throes. So if you want to make a comparison of this happening at the same time as all these declining birth rates, I mean, (laughs) that's up to you, but it's kind of a coincidence, isn't it? Just around the same time that, uh, we're going to be worthless. Um, all these robots are coming into play kind of interesting it's like children of men but it's real anyways um you know we featured five podcasts on our weekly shows uh that was the sarah carter podcast sarah is s-a-r-a uh, we f- featured the Monday morning podcast. That's Bill Burr's podcast. Very funny. You should definitely watch it. I mean, if you love Bill Burr, um, you just love listening to this guy rant and he has guests now and he had, and he has guests, but that's super funny. Um, we featured stay free with Russell brand. You got him. You got to check out Russell Brand's show on rumble. He also does a pre show, uh, like 20, 30 minutes on YouTube. That's also live. And then he clicks over to rumble check that out uh we featured the david knight show and he can be found on twitter at he also can be found on odyssey and Podbean, and so many other places but um if you uh yeah he's he, he's really down to earth if you like ron paul you'll definitely like david knight um also we featured the jimmy Dore show catch jimmy's door show live on youtube he does the same thing that russell brand does but he i think he goes live on his website after doing a pre-show of the jimmy door show now i don't i I only feature these podcasters and these in these news shows because i like them nothing about the mesh news project is for profit it's a hundred it's not a 5013c Um, We're not a non-profit, we're a zero profit, meaning this is a passion project. We don't do this for money. It is all me giving up my free time because I enjoy news, not narrative. And you can't do that, unfortunately, in our current model of how the news works. So in order to keep this pure, in order to keep this information-based, in order to keep this unbiased, it has to be zero profit. It has to be because this is my religion. Essentially, so when we feature these shows, um, we're not looking for support. We don't care if you like us, etc. We like you guys, and we're kind of giving you our seal of approval, unbiased, um, not for sale, etc. Um, so keep that in mind. When we feature these podcasts. It's because we listen to them. We pay. Att- I pay attention personally if they feature stories and they back up these stories with facts. Because okay, I'm not interested in narrative-based punditry. Okay, That's nice you have an opinion, but opinions are not facts. Uh, you literally cannot argue a fact with an opinion. And you're not entitled to your own facts because you don't like the actual facts. And so that's why I recommend these shows is because I listen to them for a while. And I, and I pay attention to what they're saying. And I see if they bring sources, etc. So understand... I don't care. Uh, I'm not sponsored by these people, et cetera. I just listen to these people. I watch these people, and I vet them, and they're worth your time because, right? Time is the only currency. Let's see, Bitcoin. That Bitcoin did great this week. Uh, on Monday, it start. It was at around uh, twenty six thousand eight hundred seventy nine. As of Sunday, it is reached twenty eight k. So that's always awesome if you hold Bitcoin. And I think that's it for today. But I want to uh, remind you that it's not red versus blue. It's not black versus white. It's not LGBT versus breeders or you versus your neighbors. It's always been the haves versus the have-nots. You are the only thing that's real. Narratives are the delusion. Time, trust, and tenacity is the only currency. And if our masters are going to keep us poor, let's be a poor that they fear. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble.